Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And as always, I am your host, Michael Sherlock. And all month long, we are talking about the magic of marketing, where we sprinkle a little magical marketing pixie dust on our businesses and boom, clients fall over at our door and throw money at us. Okay, we know that's not true. So in other words, we actually have to do some work. And as you know, all my guests this month are helping us by focusing on how we can get the most out of our marketing. And I cannot wait for this guest because when I took a look at her profile, I read her bio, I was like, we are gonna have the hardest time actually stopping talking at some point in time. <laughs> so Martha Krejci is uh, considered the tribe finder. Now she describes herself as a mama, a wife, a friend, a lover of life first and a CEO second. She focuses on work from home business tips, tricks and strategies. Now, this is how she describes herself. And uh, for any of you who know me, you're going to say, my God, are you guys like twins? Martha says she's messy and a bit chaotic at times, but she does get stuff done. And she's out to prove that you don't have to be anything other than exactly who you are. She also says that the area of push marketing and selling is over. It's been over, but people keep acting like it works and keep doing it. No matter the fact that customers push back and say, we don't want that. So her approach is that we need to be in service, without a doubt, period, nonstop. If you want a business that's going to stand the test of time, you have to branch and have a part of your business that is not only transparent, but provides authentic service. Now, do you have to change your whole business? No, but you better be prepared to make sure that you have this. And I cannot agree more. I can't wait to learn more from you, Martha. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I think this is just gonna be a hoot. <laughs> so good. I love, um, I'm gonna have you tell us a little bit more about your, you know, yourself and your business in your own words. But before we even get into that, I just wanna tell you, I love your authenticness. Your, your authentic self really comes through, your energy on everything from your, your website to your LinkedIn profile page and, you know, just in your bio. And that's, I think what really, you know, we are in this area era now where we want authenticity we want to know people are real. And as I told you before we uh, started that earlier, I, I was doing a podcast and as I introduced myself and I almost did it today on accident, I'm like, and as always, I am your Sherlock, Michael P host. And I'm like, <laughs> just screw it up. And I always just leave it in because you got to laugh at yourself. Otherwise, what else are you going to do? Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Martha, tell us a little bit more about your business, how you help your clients to shock your potential and, you know, your, your philosophy on life and business. Oh man. Oh yeah. So what, what I do, my focus, my main focus these days, I've run the gamut from consulting with, you know, fortune 500 companies, um, all the way down to families. Um, 
and then everywhere in between, you know, mom and pop brick and mortar and service-based brick and mortar and that sort, you know, like run the gamut, right? Um, but what I'm focusing on the most right now that feeds my soul, and I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna be in this space forever and ever, amen, um, is families and showing them how to be able to build multiple income streams around themselves, but in service to their community. So a lot of families don't think, hey, I'm gonna start a business, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, a scary thing for some people, for some of us that are just entrepreneurs by nature, um, we're like, yeah, okay, let's go ahead and do it. Um, but mm -hmm. then there's a lot of people out there that they're truly just very heart-centered people. They love their community. They love people around them. And their very first thing isn't to think, hey, I should make a business, right? Because they don't think that they have what it takes. They think that they need to be loud and proud and all sorts of like, that they need to be somebody that they're not in order to be successful in business, right. which then by by nature makes them feel like they can't be successful, right? So right. Um, I, speak, I speak to families. I show them, I teach them how we've been able to build our own. So we've built income streams around my own family um, in seven figures a month is where we're at right now. And this year is probably going to take off even more than that. And I don't say that like a dude bro sitting on the front of a Ferrari, right? On a Facebook ad. <laughs> I don't say it like that. I say it because it's, I need for people to understand that it's accessible, that mm -hmm. I'm just like everybody else out there. But the thing is, is I had confidence and I believed in myself. And so now what I do is I created a community around that. So everybody else can be in a community that believes in them, that pushes them. And then I have the tactics. So I say, do this, do that, do this, do that, wash, rinse, repeat. And then basically you're creating this um, environment of service to your community. And all the while you're creating different income streams around your family. And in the end, in the end, my main goal is to make sure that our kids see that. Right. Because we've ended up as a society, we've ended up where we are right now, which kind of feels like a lot of us have straight jackets on. Like we can't really move around and do what we want to do um, because we have to work these jobs and we have to do these things that we don't really want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and we've ended up in this place because of circumstances, right? But what if we were to change that? What if we become the parents that change everything and then our kids see that and they essentially have a file for that? And then they, that's their reality, right? My daughter doesn't have that same, my daughter now, her reality is, oh, mom does this, this means I can do this, right? right. And that's what, if all of our kids have that, I mean, what, what a crazy, awesome world would we have if, if, if everybody knows that they can just show up in love, in service to people around them and be able to make a living doing so. And then in my opinion, whenever we're showing up in service and making a living doing so and our, and our needs are met, we start living from our hearts. So that's, that, that's, it's, I, I kind of just dumped a lot on you, <laughs> but that's like, but that's like mission work for me. Like that's the, that's the vision, right? That's the vision for what I, you do. know, as you were talking, I was having this, um, I was reminding me of something that I, I made notice of this in, kind of in the last week or two. And I was, I was watching something on television and I was looking at, uh, you know, one of the, um, you know, I was, when they at the end of the show, you know, scrolling through all the credits and I caught, uh, you know, one of the names and I can't even remember who this is now, but I'm like, wait, I think that, I wonder if that's a, a child of, you know, somebody famous. And so as I looked it up and, and it was, and I, 
again, I can't even tell you who it was because I totally, you know, beyond that, but this sparked my memory because I remember thinking, you know, if you grow up um, in a home where, you know, you see that kind of success um, and then you're around other people that, you know, so let's just take the entertainment industry as one example. So you grow up with a famous parent who's, you know, an actor and then you are around, you see them, you see what they've done, you've seen their hard work, then you're around other people that they're around. And so as you, you know, you start to see that as a normal way of life. So you don't ever question, well, gosh, do I, you know, what am I going to do with my life? You still may do that, but you know what, how many more options you have because of what you're immersed in. Yes. And as you were talking and you're saying, um, you know, what, when we do this, we're showing our kids that they can do it. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful to think about. You want to talk about changing generations or changing circumstances of families. It's, mm -hmm. it's living and breathing it and not having it be mom and dad go to work. I don't know what they do, but they go somewhere. Mom and dad work and they talk to me about it and they share it with me and maybe I'm a part of it. And now I can ask them questions and now I see what my possibilities are. I just love that. I see why you're really passionate about this. Yeah. Oh, it matters so much. And that's like, my daughter is six. She's been involved in our businesses from, uh, from day one, literally three days after I came home from the hospital, I was doing like business stuff and it wasn't like work, work. Right. But it was still like, I was still running business even, even right after I had her. And so she has been immersed in our businesses. She knows whenever she walks by the office and she sees the light and the camera on, she knows that she's not to talk at that point. But whenever I'm done, I come out and we um, we play and we have hugs and we have snuggle time and stuff like that. And she knows when it's um, when it's go live time, mommy's helping people. And that's like, that's just life. Yeah. It's just life. And it's so whenever it's life, it's just so easy. It's so easy for her. So, yeah. Well, and that's another, I mean, that's another just a, a great reminder to, you know, parents out there right now today who may still be, you know, working from home because of COVID, or maybe they're going to be working from home forever because their businesses say, hey, why do we need a high, high rise, you know, place in, in downtown wherever that yeah. now, and maybe instead of looking at this like a challenge, because we're trying to, you know, homeschool kids and we're trying to juggle it, we're trying to have the cat out of the picture or whatever, maybe <laughs> what you're saying is, use this as another opportunity to show them all they can do. You know, yeah. you can work from home, you can have a remote job, you can have a different career, and you can figure this all out. Maybe it doesn't have to be as stressful as as maybe we've allowed it to be. Yeah, I think that anything is the frame you put around it, right? Anything yeah. is, it's what you, it's, it's how you choose to look at it. And that's kind of a neuroplasticity thing a little bit too, yep. but it's, it's how you're choosing to look at it. So if you choose to look at it, like, how can we really have fun with this? How can yeah. this really be a fun thing to do? Um, it's so much different than like, oh, I can't believe I have to do this, right? <laughs> it's just so different. It's just how you, it's how you choose to look at it, but it's, it's simply a choice. It's just, people don't, they don't realize it and they hear, oh, it's just a choice. And then they glaze over and they're like, oh, okay, that's somebody <laughs> else saying it's just a choice, right? And that's a person, if they're glazing over, that's a person who's never tried it. Yeah. <laughs> Do me a favor and just try it. Try to look at it in a different way. I choose to make this fun and easy, right? And then right. it's just, it's different. It just becomes different. So, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I, and it's kind of a random thought. Um, but I, you know, this morning I was taping my, um, 
my one of my morning motivations that I put on my app uh, Monday through Friday. And I was talking about Fridays. And I'm like, you know, how come we typically look at Fridays like, oh, thank God it's Friday. You know, you know, yeah. why do we have like this relief that it's the end of the week or this this dread on Sunday nights where we're thinking about working again um, and instead reformat our thinking and say, because, you know, several months ago, I started a big change in my uh, life where on Fridays I block out from three to five every Friday. And that's for winding down on projects. That's for cleaning out my email because I believe in a zero email inbox on Friday afternoons at five o'clock. And it's and it's planning the week ahead. And it's all those things that no longer make it like, oh, thank God it's Friday. It's like, oh, it's Friday. I get to wrap things up. Oh, it's Friday. I get to get ahead for next week. I get to put my plan. And it's that change in your thought process that leads to vastly different results. Yes, 100%. Yeah. That's what, and I look forward to Mondays. I, I don't, it, it may be sort of the, um, the very like alpha part of me that like, I'm just ready to, I'm ready to hit the ground running. Let's go, let's do some stuff. So Mondays for me, I'm like, let's, let's go because on the weekend, whenever it's relaxed time and stuff, um, I'm kind of like, I'm having fun and I'm relaxing, but I, I kind of don't know what to do with myself too. Cause I'm like, I, I also want to be doing these other things. Right. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with that either. So like, it's, it's just, I don't think that there are enough people in the world that talk about being inspired by their own work. And that's, yeah. that's where like, that's where people think work is work, right? Work is drudgery. Work is like this, this thing that you have to do in order to be able to survive in this world. Well, what if it's inspiring? What if it's something that you literally want to be dabbling in every day because it's what lights you up and yeah. that's where being in service to other people, that's like, you don't ever want to go a day without doing that. I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> if I go a day without showing up for my people, like I don't even know what to do. And that doesn't mean that I work, you know, 10 hours a day, I work like five to 10 hours a week. Okay. Like mm -hmm. I don't work that much, but I do show up. And yeah. that's, that's the, that's the whole, that's the thing. So, so Martha, when, so if somebody's listening now and they're like, okay, well, this sounds really interesting. How, you know, what would this mean for my business, my family, you know, to, to create businesses around my family? What are some of the, you know, and, and, and have it impact your community? What are some of the you know, things that people could consider that, that would allow them to do this. Yeah. So this is my favorite thing. Um, I call it bat signal and <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can't, but I do, <laughs> um, I copyright stuff. I'm pretty sure I can't say it, but, um, I, basically what you do is you, you, you think of the stuff that you have been through. So, um, a lot of times, when I talk to moms, um, cause I talk to moms mostly first and then the husbands are like, what's going on over there, right? But initially I talk to the moms and a lot of the moms that I talk to, the stuff that they've gone through is may maybe um, stuff with their kids' allergies. Um, that's like a big thing. Or, um, you know, if their kids have had um, problems, maybe it's behavioral issue issues, maybe it's education, maybe they themselves have, um, like I have one person who she was adopted and there was trauma that went along with that. Um, it's what were the fires that you went through, through your life? Because I, I strongly, strongly believe that the only reason we go through those things is to be able to help other people go through those things. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, mm -hmm. it's basically you come out of the fire 
Like you made it outside of the fire. And instead of just making a beeline and running, which is what most people want to do, because you get out of the fire and you're like, I'm out. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Right. And that's not going anywhere near that fire again. Right. But the point of service and the point of ministry, in my opinion, is to put your hand back to stay close enough mm -hmm. and then put your hand back into the fire to grab the next person out. Because if you don't, who will? Yeah. And that's that's where that is. That's where you can build income streams in service to your community. So you just need to know who your community is. Mm -hmm. um, and and so maybe your community is uh you know, maybe before you realized that your kids had those allergies and they were having these reactions and you were like, what in the world is going on with my kids? Right. Nobody can figure this out. And da, 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 da. Maybe you create a community around that topic and then you're able to educate on that. And then you can create courses. You can have consulting and coaching. You can do you can have affiliate stuff. You can do all sorts of things in in service to that community and helping them learn the things that they need to learn learn the things that you learned in order yeah. to be able to get out of that fire and that's that literally is sort of like a 101 lesson super quick on how to be able to build that stuff around yourself yeah you know as you were talking i was thinking i had this uh you know as the the uh you know jackpots all the you know lotteries are you know rising and in, in numbers again I had this dream. I was kind of this vision. I was like, you know what would be really cool? And this is, you know, I'm thinking a lot of where my son is right now in his life. You know, he's got two little kids. He's, you know, about to get engaged. He's, uh, well, hopefully by, hope, I'm not, I better not say that. They better not be listening. I might have to, uh, <laughs> I might have to <laughs> edit that part out. Anyway. Mom life. Yeah, um, I hear you. You know, and he's, he's about to become, you know, a, a journeyman electrician instead of, you know, an apprentice, you know, he's on the verge of all these things. Um, but, you know, home ownership is, you know, one of those things that is still out of his grasp. And I was thinking, you know, wouldn't it be amazing to, you know, if you won, you know, $100 million, wouldn't it be fun to take some of that and say, you know, we're going to create a place where people who need to buy a house, want to buy a house, know that that's, you know, important, but they can't do it because that down payment is too tough or, you know, whatever. Wouldn't it be, be amazing to be able to have enough money to create a place where people could come and get approved to, to basically rent to own, you yes. know? So, you know, take some of those barriers down from, you know, having to have all those things that are, are real truly, you know, roadblocks for, for people who are young that want to get established. And so as you're talking, I'm like, huh, maybe I should, instead of just keep thinking about that, maybe I should like do something about that. And I'm like, Sherlock, you're already running two companies. <laughs> Sherlock. <laughs> I love how you talk to yourself. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm telling myself something serious and I'm like, Sherlock, come on. <laughs> It's like you're on your own basketball team. <laughs> Come on, Sherlock, you can do it. <laughs> we believe in you. Three-pointer. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's a riot. But that's the that's it, right? Yeah. It's that sort of thinking outside of the box. It's just we've got this narrative. It's like this so it's like the most limiting narrative ever that's just like Okay, so what you do is it's like we're little and everybody's like, all right, here's what life's going to look like. Yeah. So you're going to go to school and then you're supposed to go to college. Let's see how that goes. And then you're and then you're going to pay for that for a long time. And then you're going to go get this job and it's really going to suck. Right. Like it's <laughs> going to you're going to have to start 
where like nobody wants to start, but everybody has to do it, right? Yeah. So you have to start at this low, low place. And then maybe one day you'll be able to work up through the ranks and become the, the head of the company or something like that. Like there's this, it's this sort of like Cinderella story that happens for maybe, gosh, what, like 10 people ever right. in life. Yeah. And Instead, like what let's it's time to, to create our own story. That story doesn't serve us. And not only does it not serve us, it doesn't serve our kids. So like that's just we just need to change the narrative. And that's all that it is, is a story. So it's time to just put that book on the shelf, grab another book, empty pages, start writing our own thing. Yeah, I agree. I, I really love that that approach to it, because um, I think I'm hopeful that some of that story is changing, you know, with so many, especially with millennials, so many of them are, are business owners and entrepreneurs yeah. and they are writing their own story. And frankly, you know, there was a point where I was kind of jealous about it. Cause I'm like, gosh, I wish I would have. And then I looked back and I thought, you know, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur. I'm not kind of, I'm definitely a serial entrepreneur. I started my first company when I was uh, in my late twenties and uh, learned a lot along the way. And so it was there, but I was still held back often from that by that story, you know, because when things got tight, I actually let that first business go and went back into the, you know, kind of corporate America. And I've done that a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, until this time where I'm like, screw it, I'm in <laughs> like, this is, I'm doing this, I'm making this work, I'm, you know, yeah. but, you know, to understand and, and be able to motivate everybody, but do it by showing your kids and your families and proving that, that you can create things that, that are a story you want to write and that you want to read and you want to be the star of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. How Now, when, how do people, other than, you know, they're listening to my podcast and they're like, I want to be a part of this, you know, how, you know, how do people find you? Do you, do you, uh, you know, are they just kind of tripping over your door with our m magical uh, marketing pixie dust? <laughs> I mean, sometimes, no, I'm just kidding. They, um, it's, I'm, I'm kind of all over the place. So I've got, I'm on Facebook. I'm my heavy channels are Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, kind of YouTube, very, very heavy on YouTube, have a lot of stuff on there. Um, and really just search my first and last name and, and you'll, and you'll find it. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff out there. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor, and then we will be right back. Solopreneurs and small businesses often struggle to create effective digital marketing programs. It's hard to know where to start, what to prioritize, how to sift through confusing information and solutions that seem too good to be true. Agencies and full-time marketing employees are also expensive. And Marketing You is a modern marketing course with all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your business without that extra set of hands or high overhead costs. At And Marketing You, you will learn exactly what you need to do to execute a concrete marketing strategy by dedicating just two to four hours per week. And Marketing You will help you to execute strategy, messaging, content marketing, SEO, social media, paid digital advertising, and more. You'll have access to on-demand resources, live courses, group coaching sessions, community forums, and networking, plus the exact templates and tools you need for success. I took this course myself, and one of the greatest benefits we gained 
was learning to develop a competitive strategy that aligned our social media playbook and website to generate highly qualified leads. For all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your small business at a fraction of the cost of hiring a traditional agency or additional employee, go to www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. Again, that's www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. And use the code SHOCK to receive 10% off of any program. All right, I'm back with Mark, Martha Krejci, and uh, we are talking about not only her business, but really this philosophy of, you know, writing your own story and and teaching your kids new stories. And before I get into kind of our theme of the month, I also was just thinking about, you know, the power of changing stories. Uh, once upon a time, I was actually a an English literature teacher. I I only taught for one year, um, but I I taught seventh grade literature, and I got all these, um, all the original versions of fairy tales. And I brought them in and I said, okay, well, let's talk about, you know, what you know of Cinderella, you know, let's talk about what you know of Snow White. And it was so fun because I, for some strange reason at that point in time, not enough on the internet yet, because the internet really was not going then, um, you know, none of them knew that there was a different version, an original version that was brutal. And that fairy tales were meant to really teach lessons and they were brutal, yeah. which is kind of like what you've described. If we really look at the, you know, the story that we've told, you know, or we've lived by, a lot of us have lived by, you know, work hard, go to school, put in your time, pay your dues. All those things are brutal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not very motivating. No, it's not. It, it. No wonder so many people get like depressed or feel like they have a wet blanket on them so early in life and like everything's against them because that's part of the story. Yeah. It's part of what they're supposed to experience, but it's so unnecessary. And I love that you addressed the millennials earlier. I know some people are like, ah, those millennials, they're entitled. Man, they are my superheroes oh, because yeah. they're the people that are taking life by the proverbial horns, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're doing their own thing and they prefer experience. They prefer life over dollars sometimes, right? Um, Absolutely. In instead of getting a raise at this corporate job that they've got to sit in a carpeted cubicle for, they're, they prefer to just be able to be digital nomads, have experiences and take less money and be okay with that. Like yeah. they're my, they're my superheroes. So I love that you mentioned them earlier. Cause I'm not, I'm not with the, the talking down about millennials, yeah. <laughs> which no, a lot I, of people love to do. I actually had so much fun. I interviewed, I, I didn't get to a hundred, but I was working towards a hundred interviews with millennials um, about a year ago because I was so tired of sitting in meetings and having people start to complain about millennials. And I'm, you know, I'm looking at people going, do you look around the room? We've got, you know, 30% of them sitting at this table are millennials. And I had the best conversations with people. Cause I said, you know, we I talked about, you know, what are, what are misperceptions that people you know, are saying about you, what's, you know, what is your work ethic? You know, what, what do you think we should know? You know, how do we better communicate between generations? And it was just phenomenal. I had the most fantastic conversations with people. I love it. I yeah. love it. That's awesome. Good for you for empowering them like that. Yeah, we have a good time. Obviously, I go down different 
avenues on the podcast. And this month, our whole series, I, like I call it, is the magic of marketing. Because I know we'd all like to have some magical marketing pixie dust and throw it on things, uh, but we know that that's really not true. And that marketing takes effort and work and it takes focus. So I've asked everybody, all my guests this month, to share some top tips. Like, you know, when you get a chance to talk to somebody and say, you know, here's what I want you to know about how to make marketing really effective for you. What are some of the things that you share? Yeah. So there's, there's the very first thing that I, I have to say it, and this might make people glaze over, but stay with me. The very <laughs> first thing is what a lot of people say, and they'll, they'll say to get, get clear on your avatar. And so the, the avatar, essentially, I talked before about bat signal. Mm -hmm. That is your avatar. Okay. So the, the person that you're here to help, that is your person. Okay. So there's a common misconception that you have this big general overarching message and you're going to be able you know, wide net and you're going to be able to uh, bring a bunch more people in because you've cast this wide net. And the truth of it, and we both know, and a lot of people hopefully know at this point, the truth of the matter is that when you have a general overarching message, it hits no one square between the eyes. Right. It hits no one where they're like, holy moly, get out of my head, right? We right. want people to think that we have, not really, but but that we have like a video camera in their house. <laughs> we want people <laughs> to be like, are you watching me right now? Yeah. Like that's that's the sort of messaging that we need to, to have. And the thing is, is with our bat signal, we can speak to that person because we were that person. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, all you have to do is kind of regress if you can regress to where you were at the beginning of your journey. So a lot right. of people, they try to speak to where they're at right now and like, look at me and da, 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 right? Um, where you're at right now. And that's not the way to do it. What we have to do is we have to let them know that we know and we understand where they are right now, where they're at, okay? Because if we can't truly communicate to them that we understand where they are in their whatever the, whatever they, you know, their, the beginning of their journey is, if we can't communicate to them that we know exactly where they are, then we by nature already are not the solution. Okay. Right. So we have to, that's, that's why we have to speak to them. And then whenever you speak to them right there, of course, they're going to read it. It's going to break the static. If they're scrolling on social media, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, how does, where'd this person come from, right? Um, right? And that's, and that's, so that's, that's one thing. Know who the heck you're talking to. Number two, this is something that I did in the very beginning and I want for nobody else to do this. <laughs> uh -huh. um, so this is, this is a thing. I spent too much money on ads in the very beginning, okay? Here is the thing. While there's nothing wrong with ads, you should have organic stuff working first mm -hmm. and then turn it into an ad, okay? It should already be working. It's not going to magically work, you know, the marketing pixie dust, right? It's not going to magically work because you put dollars behind it, okay, you guys? It, the messaging has to land on people. You have to know that that actually works first and then put dollars behind it and mm -hmm. get it in front of your people. That is what makes more sense thing i'm just gonna do fire hose here okay um third thing <laughs> hi i am martha slash drinking from a fire hose crazy um the third thing is whenever if you do ads okay don't just do a hey buy my stuff ad and call it right okay 
you will not find success, period, point blank. Don't do it. Save your money. What you need to do instead is it needs to be, it needs to be a journey. And this journey that I'm going to talk about in ads, because I don't even run ads anymore. Okay. Like that's the, what we make, we make organically. We don't even run ads anymore, but mm -hmm. I know how to run a mean ad. Um, but the ad strategy also, as you're listening, write it down because it's also organic strategy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what we need to do first is we need to show up in front of them as somebody that knows what we're talking about, about the thing that they have a problem with, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is where that content, that copy goes boom, right between the eyes, right in the heart space where they're like, where they feel almost sucker punched in a good way, where they're like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is a person who gets me. They right. get where I'm at so they can help me get out of it. So you, you create yourself as the guide, right? You create yourself as the person that's putting your hand in and saying, hey, I'm here to help you. And then, and, and so that's the very first piece of content after that, then what you're doing is you're, you're, um, you're giving them something. Okay. So a lot of people call this freebie lead magnet guides, PDFs, checklists, videos, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You're giving them free stuff at this point. Okay. So that's the second part of this journey. So you give them the free stuff. Third part of the journey. And this is where a lot of people just goof it up. Okay. Third part of the journey is creating a community and nurturing it. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. a lot of people goof this up because they're like, because I do it in Facebook groups. Um, they're like, I don't want to build a Facebook group. I don't want to do this. And I don't want to do that. How bad do you want to succeed? Right. That's the, I mean, it's, it's not all going to be easy, right? Like it's not all going to be stuff that you're like, yeah, I was hoping it would be that, you know, like sometimes you have to do things that are outside of what you thought you were okay with doing. And then what you're going to realize, I guarantee it, what you're going to realize whenever you create that um, group and you start nurturing it, that group, the beautiful thing is that group becomes an extension of your family. If mm. you're really nurturing it, that group becomes an extension of your family and you root for each other and you support each other and you take care of each other and you're helping each other with each other's goals. That's what this group becomes. It's not just marketing land. It's right. you're creating an actual audience, a, a community to then support. All of that can be done with ads as well, but it can also be done organically. And right. that just looks like, you know, you're posting on your public pages and you're in different Facebook groups and you're helping people out with their problems and with their questions and that sort of thing. Never asking for anything in return. So if you go into a Facebook group and somebody has a question, the answer is not, well, I have this thing that you can buy as the solution. Right. That's not how they're they're there in vulnerability. And so if we show up as salespeople in someone else's vulnerability, what does that make us look like? Oh yeah. So what does that feel like? Right. Yeah. For yeah. Both us and them, right. They're being preyed on in their, in their moment of insecurity and vulnerability. And, and anyway, so what we do is we, we help them out we give them immense value and then we create this sort of like mind blowing chasm of not asking for anything in return. Mm -hmm. And then people will be shocked. So that shock your potential. That's where people are like, what just happened? Yeah. She just gave me 
two paragraphs of bomb advice and then didn't tell me to go check out her group, didn't tell me to go to a lead page, didn't tell me to buy this thing, didn't say anything. What are they going to do? They're going to get curious because that's what humans are, right? Right. They'll get curious. They're going to go around to your profile and they're going to check you out. So make sure that on your public profile, you're talking about things that you support. You've got your lead group link there. You've got the reason they would want to join. You've got mm-hmm. who you are. You show up authentically and naturally in those spaces. You guys, you can't help but grow your business this way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And I think that's it. I, you know, I had, um, I have a friend who uh, does a lot of work on LinkedIn and she's, you know, kind of this LinkedIn expert. And uh, I participated in a, you know, free webinar that she had um, because I was curious about a couple of things. It was fantastic. And she said, she goes uh, at the start of it, she said, look, I'm going to tell you that this is my promise to you of of this whole hour. Uh, 80% of this is all going to be free stuff. My program content, everything I can give away to you. The last 20% of the time I'm going to, talk to you about the program I'd love to have you buy. Mm-hmm. And she was right up front. It was perfect. And she goes, yep. I will not pitch you throughout. I will not tell you you can have this, but then if you want it, you go there. I will give you 80% of the time and focus on everything free plus some question and answer. All I ask is that you stay around at the end to listen to my pitch. Yep. And and just that approach was so, I went, wow, like, you know, you just feel like there's this weight lifted off you because so many times you listen to some of those things and it's just pitch, 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 and you're tired of it and you're worn out. And her honesty made me go, oh, I am totally in. I will listen to your pitch without a doubt. And it yeah. was, uh, and to this day, not only do I love, you know, uh, all of her stuff, but I send people to her all the time because yeah. I know that if somebody goes, hey, I need some help with LinkedIn, I'm like, hey, here's the person for you. And by the way, she's not going to pitch you to death. But I really encourage you to listen to what she has to offer because it's amazing. And, um, you know, and I'm so thrilled to, to do that for her because her honesty makes all the difference. Yeah, that's what I call that calling out the elephant. What we do is we we call out the elephant in the room. OK, so you might think we're here and you're then you're going to get pitched to death. Right. That's I love, love, love when people do that. It's honesty, it's transparency. And yeah. it's so awesome when people do it because then they make it okay for other people to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know? absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh God, Martha, we can talk all day. This is going to be hard to stop. I so I know we're going to have all your contact information on the show notes. And I know you gave a little bit of an indication, but just again, in case somebody wants to look you up right now, because they know you're going to be the right person for them. What's the best way for them to reach you? Uh, best way would be um, via Facebook, honestly. Facebook Messenger. If you message me on Facebook, that's the thing that I'm on the most. So if you just look up um, Martha Krejci, that's my personal messenger. You can go ahead and message that. Um, or you can message Live in the Dream with Martha. That's my Facebook business page. Either way, it's me. So Okay, great. Live in the Dream with Martha. And Krejci is spelled K-R-E-J-C-I. There it is. Oh, yeah. Just in case uh, any of you are trying to, to type and drive at the same time, don't do that. Martha, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Oh, my word. I would just say, if you feel like, like you could be doing more in service to the world, let that marinate and let it sit with you and try to illuminate that thing that you can be doing because i guarantee you there's not one of us that 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 can't be multimillionaires 
doing in service to our communities. It's, it's absolutely something that everyone on the planet can do. It's, I, I'm very, very serious whenever I say that. The thing is, is you have to get clear about how you're going to serve and truly serve first and then worry about the money second. You don't even have to worry about the money. So mm, the money will come. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Martha, thank you so much for being my guest. I really value uh, everything you've shared and I am absolutely glad that we are connected. Thank you so much. This has been fun. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.